So, I'm solo here at the MMA Roasted Podcast because T-Rex left. He's got, I don't know, some kind of obligation. And, and uh, Ellenberger is in Omaha because his brother is giving birth, which is great because that means that Jake's the only virgin left in the family. However, we got, they got replaced by the, one of those beautiful people I've ever seen in my life. And, uh, and she's here. She's with us. She's an actress. She's an, an activist. She's a Bellator ring girl. Jade Bryce, how are you? I am amazing. Thank you for joining us in the studio. Me and Thanks DJ. I'm not, I'm not alone. DJ's here also. Yeah, I'm one of my chocolate. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, DJ's you know? here also. I'm alone as far as like regular co host. DJ is here <laughs> yes, as well. I am here. Yes, you're here as well. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And I am staring a lot, so I'll stop that. Sorry. Yes. Jay. Okay. So, Jade, uh, thank you for joining us. Now, uh, now, I was researching you last night. I mean, uh, I say that in the, in the most non perverted <laughs> way possible, uh, although things did come up. Um, now, according to your bio, you went to. You had a chaotic childhood. Chaotic. Uh, yeah, you- I didn't write that, that bio, but um, I, I wouldn't consider it chaotic to, you know, some of the children I've been blessed enough to be able to work with. But, um, you know, grew up uh, all over. We had to move a lot. My, my birth dad was um, not, not around, and my mom was a single parent of three. And so, um, yeah, we had to do, you know, what we could. So you grew up in by. Texas? I grew up all over California, Arizona, Oklahoma, Texas, and Louisiana. And what, what did your mom do? Uh, she worked in hotels, and um, and my birth dad, he went, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but he went into prison when I was four. He got out maybe when I was like 12, saw him for a weekend, and haven't seen him since. Um, what did he go to jail But we're jail friends for? on Facebook. No, he's, come on. He's actually a comedian like you. So. No, he's not. Yeah. Really? But I'm not going to tell you his name. <laughs> Real, wow. Wait, come on. Okay, your dad is a comedian in L.A.? Uh, New Orleans. In New Orleans, I probably wouldn't know him then. So he's probably a, not. So he's a comedian. Well, he used to do stand up with uh, Ellen DeGeneres and um, was on Showtime's Funniest People and all that stuff. But so your dad was a, a stand up, quasi famous. Went to jail when you were he when you he about was, four when you were four. What did he go to jail for? Um, he was a. As far as I know, I think he was a pretty good, pretty big coke dealer in Louisiana, and then he was real abusive with us. So I think it was a mix of the two. Okay. Yeah. So you came back and then you were like, I don't want any of this. Or he was like. Yeah, I tried it out for a weekend and decided it wasn't for me. <laughs> wow. That, I, I have a similar thing with my mom. My mom left when I was three. I haven't seen her since. So I, I can relate to having a single yeah. parent. But it's good because it gives you compassion for uh, children that, you know, when I'm in Vietnam or, or Cambodia or Uganda and I see kids without parents, um, it it wrecks me, you know. And, and who who knows if I grew up in a you know, a household with two parents if I would have that. Well, let's let's uh, take this back. So you you go everywhere, because I follow you on, on, on Instagram, mm-hmm. and you're always in like a third world country, <laughs> or and you're always, you, you go to these countries, Uganda, Vietnam, like you said, mm-hmm. and you, you give food to kids? or Yeah, so what I do um, throughout the year is I save up 20% of my earnings, and uh, I put it aside. And, you know, sometimes I meet a family in L.A. that, you know, is struggling, and I want to treat them to Disneyland or something, so that gets taken out of there. But, you know, the goal is to set aside 20% of my earnings. And then during Bellator off season, when there's not a lot of filming to audition for, um, I go to a third world country. Um, I also volunteer here. You know, I don't leave out America, but go to a third world country. And um, I don't go with an organization. I usually just um, go without a plan. You go by yourself. Yeah, I go by myself. Um, I go without an agenda because... That's how I've had to live my whole life anyhow. Um, play things by ear. Nothing's guaranteed, and things don't usually work out according to plan anyhow. So so I get there, and um, whatever I stumble into is what I put my money towards. So, um, you know, I can be in Cambodia and see 30 children living off soy sauce, and I'll go to the market and find out how much uh, it'll cost me to feed 30 children for 30 days. It's usually like seven fifty. I do that. Or, um, you know, sometimes, like, I fell in love with this one woman who, you know, her husband had just passed away. She lost her child. She makes a dollar a day. Her rent's 30 a day. So I paid her rent for a year. You know, it's like, it could be anything. And How I'm much not, money are you making I'm in Bellator? I'm not silly. You're making billions it. in Bellator? I mean, that's, no. that's got to um, cost a lot of money. I mean, to buy a it, ticket to do- Cambodia. A dollar goes a really far away over there. Um, my ticket cost, uh, I want to say, $800 round trip to Southeast Asia. And then where do you stay? Uh, in hostels that cost like $2 a night. So you, you're and like... And I, I eat food that costs me like $3 a day. So I spent on myself in six weeks in Asia $2,000, including my flight. I gave away 7000 So 
it's not that like considering how much I got to do for children that needed treatment and food. That's not that much. No, that's, that I wouldn't mean, no, go very far wrong, here at all. That's beautiful. It's an amazing thing. But like nine thousand dollars is a lot of money to to give away to charity and time. So you just you just how often? So you've been to Cambodia. You've been to where else? Vietnam. Uh, Vietnam, uh, Cambodia. Bangkok. I worked with uh, children that had been forced in the sex industry in, in Chiang Mai, um, in, all over Indonesia, Uganda, Rwanda, Brazil. That's, that's amazing. Um, and then, you know, Texas has more hungry children than any state in America. So when I was there, I worked a lot in that. And then children with, you know, Aren't you scared a little bit of like going to Uganda by yourself? I've gotten in some pickles, but um, I've always gotten out of them. What kind of pickles? And have I kind of feel into? like, you know, Wait, hold on. What, what do you mean? I've gotten in pickles. What, what, what does that mean? Um, you know, like a man chasing me through the jungle, like something <laughs> dramatic like that. Ha- those have happened. Um, but I kind of feel like if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm going to be okay. You know, and if, if that's the way I'm going to go, then, you know. Wait, so you fly to the Uganda and you end up in the jungle. And then a guy starts chasing you around. This sounds like. I mean, that happened one time. Another time, I woke up in my hut. There's no windows, and a guy was just staring into my window. And you know, it's like little things like that that like almost something could go wrong. But if I, you know, if I if I act like I belong there and I act like I'm bigger than I am, I'm usually okay. I'm not afraid of the child soldiers. But if I saw you in Uganda, I'd probably know that you didn't belong there. No, no offense. uh, Uh, Yeah, but. Maybe in the cities, but in the villages, um, you know, there's only 2,000 people, 70% of them are kids, and, and they kind of all know you right away, and they treat you like family if you're there earning their trust and not just there to take photos, you That's know? That's really, really nice. How long have you been doing this for? Uh, eight years. Wow. Yeah. You're like an angel. Every year for eight years. And I don't ever say it like, oh, ha ha, this is what I do. I say it because I want people to know it's not that hard to to help people, you know, and it, it really can change the world if you just, you don't need money, but it really can change the world if you just think of others. No, I, I agree. I, I, when I lived in New York, I was uh, the head volunteer at the Ronald McDonald House for three years. Okay, and that cool. was the greatest yeah. thing I ever did. And I, I, I know it is helping a lot. I, I do think you have to worry about your safety a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you flying to Uganda and running around the jungle might not be the safest yeah. thing, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, so just be careful. That seems a little insane. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's uh, that's one thing you're doing. You're also acting. Yep. I'm trying. How's yeah. that going? Um, I mean, people say that for only being out here three years, I'm doing really well. But, um, you know, it's the human condition to always feel like you're not doing enough. So I feel like I need to – I want to be doing a lot more. Yeah, of course. but you're auditioning, you have an agent, and you're yeah, going an out for stuff. And- yeah, um, I'm with Glick Agency and um, doing some really good auditions, getting callbacks, so at least I'm in their roster in a good light. You I know? love your teeth, by the way. Oh, thank you. Honestly, you have a great teeth. Like, I know that like there's like a space, but I think it's adorable. I thank think you. I, that's why I thought you were British when I first met you. I had you. a dream two nights ago that... <laughs> British. British people. It's the that. London look. Yeah, it's kind um, of the London look. I had a dream two nights ago that like... a. I went bowling and this guy's bowling ball hit me in the teeth and it knocked out. And so I had to get new teeth. And uh, like I, I think did, it would a, go through I your did teeth. a Twitter I think... vote. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Oh, I did a Twitter vote of should I get my teeth put like in where I still have my gap or should I um, keep it? And I didn't. I didn't get to find out what people decided in my dream. I woke up. Oh, you wait. You dreamt about having a Twitter vote? Yeah, I I dreamt <laughs> that I was like, hey, I have to get you know teeth put in because this guy knocked out my teeth with this bowling ball. Do you guys want me to put him back in and have the same size gap or should I just close the gap? And and I, I woke up before I got to find out. I don't think you close the gap. I, I, <laughs> no. I do have an issue with you though, by the way. You okay. came to a comedy show of mine, right? Not mine. You were at the improv. Chris, Chris Aaliyah. Yeah, so, yeah, Chris Aaliyah was on the show. And then you tweeted put on Instagram, went to a comedy show. Chris Aaliyah was the funniest comic of all time and I was there and, and, and I got nothing. I got, I was, I was, this is... But was I remembered you and I, I don't think there was not there was only one person that whole night that I didn't laugh at and I think I went through and followed every comedian that was there that night everybody oh, okay. was really really good I always have a good time I've never seen anyone bad open up for him 
Uh, we, we didn't open up for him. He was just on the show. That's what I mean. Oh, That's what I mean. Okay, he was. Uh, well, he was the last act. He, okay, but it wasn't. He wasn't headlining. He was was one of oh, the comics. Okay, I didn't he know. Was just, well, he put me on the list. So. Oh, okay. Well, how, he, I've got to send out a I'll, thank I you. I was not opening for him. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all right. Let's let's get that. Okay. So and now your dating life. Okay, because uh, obviously people Lord. people seem to want to know about Uncle Creepy that you dated him a long time ago. Correct or? I mean, <laughs> we went to Coachella together. <laughs> um. I wouldn't say that I dated him. You did okay. So it wasn't no, a we're date. We're very different people, but he, you know he's a really good guy. We're just yeah. we don't want the same things at all. So you know we 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 sounds hung like out. you dated him. No, I didn't uh, date anybody him. says that we don't like what the same things. It was date. we, we hung out and, and it didn't. Go, I I didn't think it. I, we hung out and it didn't go anywhere. What 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 did he want? What were the things that he wanted? Um, I think he wanted. I think he wanted a girlfriend, and he found a really good one. Right. So and what did you want? Um, I wanted. The last two years, I actually really wanted to be alone and and have a romantic relationship with myself. Oh, really? And I did, yeah. Like it's a video of this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> she had a blog, really? The no. Travel-Sized oh. Model. Yeah, I did. Oh. I blogged about it a lot. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. No, yeah, and I learned so much about myself. Okay, so you said you wanted to be alone. Now, uh, how does a guy like Uncle Creepy get you, though? Like, what is, what is, how, does a guy, how does a guy pick up Jade Bright? So, like, say the guy, there's a guy out there, he likes you. What is, what's his best yeah, way? Yeah, people of- ask that on Instagram all the time, and I think it's the weirdest question because, um, you know, you shouldn't it, like people always say, "Would you date like an average guy?" Or how do I get you? And it's like, well, there's no such thing as that, you know. Like, sure, there is. No, there's not. Everyone is is got something in them. Everyone is a catch to someone, you know. Like, you just got to be yourself, and you just got to find that match. I'm not one, even in my friendships, to force a connection. If if like we're not vibrating on the same frequencies, then like I don't. What frequencies are you vibrating on? <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, number one thing that I look for before anything else is is a humble heart that wants to make a difference in the world. That melts my heart more than anything else. There's, I always, in my Max and my FHM interviews, I always list six things, but that is before anything else. Um, the second thing is, is faith. I want someone, I don't care what you really believe in, but I need spirituality. I want to meditate together. I want to push each other forward and, and, you know, what the universe has for us. Um, that's number two. Number three, um, I want to laugh and like, it's, it's nice in bed to like, you know, stare into each other's eyes and have that sexy chemistry. But I also want to laugh so hard that my back hurts, you know, like if you can't make me laugh, I'm like, your back hurts. I've, I've it actually hurts. Right no, now. I'm saying you're, you're laughing so hard that your back, how is yeah, that? From like, like exhaustion, like your chest hurts, you know, like I, um, I could do I've that. dated some guys that the were, they looked amazing and everything about them was amazing but we didn't laugh and so i you know i had to break it off because it's the it's so important like what what do you what? you got to make you laugh yes yeah, it's, it's medicine right. so laughter um do you have a dark sense of humor or you just laugh at stupid things everything right. um I've, yeah my sense of humor is a mess um the fourth thing would be um, a desire to travel, and I don't care if it's camping and Big Sur. I just want to be outdoors doing outdoor activities together. Um, number five is that they care about their health. Um, I am, you know, I avoid cigarette smoke. I rarely drink, and it's you, you smoke know, weed. Am I allowed to talk about that? Yes, yeah, sure. sure. I am. Um, there, I mean, I think of vapor. I like vaporizers. Yeah. Um, we're in California. It's legal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like. Um, I do. I, I like. I like weed. Um, so, you, like every night you smoke, or no, not every night. Maybe it's not that much. Maybe like once a week. Once a week, or right. you know, twice a month. Um, like to unwind or whatever. Or, what, or just, what, I, I'm curious as to just when what, I remember, when I have time, I guess. Um, I, you know, I don't want to be. Sometimes I'll be too foggy headed the next day if yeah. I do. So mm. it just depends. But um, you know, I avoid cigarette smoke. I'm not. I'm not really into drinking. I, I want to be able to hike together, kayak. You know, do stuff like that. I have all these things, by the way. Just so you yeah. know, I, I'm keeping a, a noted tab. He has a kayak. A no, 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 no. I'm not saying. <laughs> no, I'm funny. I, I, I'm somewhat spiritual. I'm making the world a better place through laughter and and, and, and comedy. Uh, what else? Uh, uh, I could I can I could totally break your back. Uh, no, I, I can make you laugh that your back is. Do you like, like ca- crazy cats and a, a sick, look, look, crazy cat, dog? Look, DJ Cockblock. <laughs> Okay, I'm anybody... obsessed with animals. There we go. Bang. Uh, obsessed. Turn into wind. I have a cat I, I named man. Perspective. <laughs> true. That's basically the cat version of me. Wait, so how many animals do you have? I have one cat named Perspective. His name is Perspective, yeah. really? I want a Pomeranian Husky, but, you know, I'm with Bellator, so what? I don't have time for I can't have a dog. Oh. I'm, I'm on the road half the week. 
cat's pretty cool with that. So wait, so what are these other two things? The last I know. Two? Was there two? So uh, was there two left? Um, there might have been one left. Um, it was after travel. Yeah. There was the travel, the humor, the faith, the charity. Um, I know one was uh, – is I, my favorite thing to do is blues dancing. And I don't care if you're good at it, but if you won't blues dance with me, it's probably because you care too much about what people think. Right. I don't like that. So, you know, I want to blues dance together. Where do you go blues dancing? I haven't found a good place in L.A. Do you know? Uh, No, but I'm going to Google it within three seconds (laughs) of this interview. Now, do a lot of fighters try to pick you up? Yeah. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. In in Bellator or just in general? Um, in general, but you know, there's been a few in Bellator, and um, you know, you just gotta get which ones used to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna name a fighter, and you tell me if they try to pick you up or not. Right, uh, Tito Ortiz. I <laughs> she winked. I think. Wow. No, I winked. didn't. <laughs> Brendan Schaub. <laughs> Oh, that's funny that you said that. Are y'all friends? Are y'all friends? No, I'm not friends Didn't with Brendan. Didn't y'all do a show together? No, no, that's, the, that's Brian Callen, but thank you for knowing oh, yeah, what yeah, show yeah. you're on. Okay. Well, Brendan, should I try to pick you up? I don't think we should do this game. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't think we should play. Oh. All right, so that's... All right, so a lot... Okay, so all right, let's say there are fighters that try to pick you up, and you tell them that you can't hook up with them because you're a ring girl, correct? Yeah, well, um, with Bellator especially, that's... The, Number one thing to say. Um, it's in the contract. But you know, it, I'm not against. I, you know, my my f- few boyfriends I had before my two years of singleness. Um, the few boyfriends I had were all fighters, um, and I didn't do it on purpose. There, who are these? Who are these boyfriends? I mean, when you're always around actors, you usually date actors. When yeah. you're always around, you know, comedians. Yeah. yeah so, who are these boyfriends? Um, they. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Why do we have to play the name game? I don't know. This is a, this is a <laughs> podcast. The, the fans. This is a lifestyle show, as DJ would say. We have to get over. We have to talk about your lifestyle, and this is like what people want to know. All right, all right. We'll talk, we'll talk about something less uncomfortable. So your Playboy picks. Uh, <laughs> I was I was looking through your Playboy picks, uh, which there are a lot of them uh, on, online. There's uh, you yeah. Know. Well, I, I think I sh- was published maybe six to eight times. So there's a good amount of them on there but that, they were all over they were all about two years ago so hopefully other stuff comes up now when you google me <laughs> well I actually googled Jay Bryce Playboy pics oh, so that's right. probably why it came up <laughs> but, uh, but yeah they look very good you look very Thank pretty you. in them now was that uncomfortable being naked in front of the camera was that hard no um, I haven't shot nude since Playboy but um, I was only nude in Playboy and Italian Maxim I think as far as publication but um, no I I my mom actually thinks I'm an exhibitionist. My best friend says I'm only an ex- exhibitionist with love. I don't know. Like, I, I don't... I think it's weird when people think it's weird to be nude. Like, I I like being nude. I like other people being comfortable nude. I don't understand what the big deal is. It, it weirds me out when gr- when people get so weirded out on Instagram because, like, a nipple showing through a shirt or something like that. Like, we're, I don't get it. No, I totally we, we agree. We all have them. Like, I, I think you should be nude all the time when we were hanging out. I think that that's a good... Plan. I think that, and you, it's why I like Austin because Austin's like so comfortable with like nude events and stuff. And I'm, I would never go to like nude yoga and like stuff like that. But I mean, I don't see yoga? what the big deal is. Why that do we get so horrible. offended about nudity? I know, yeah, like you don't know where that sweat just came from oh, that God, dripped on you. Fat, <laughs> fucking disgusting if you're behind the wrong person, any type of nude and downward dog or happy uh, baby, uh, which I guess in that situation would be happy boyfriend. I'll just think about swamp ass. <laughs> The, the amount of swamp like ass hot and, naked yeah, yeah. All, all those things sound great like my friend did a nude cruise like he performed on a nude cruise where everyone gets nude a bunch of nudists on the cruise he said it was the worst experience of his life yeah because think about like the I mean if it was like a normal thing that like it's everywhere but like the people that that event probably attracts and that's what I'm saying like I wouldn't go to like a nude event yeah but I don't see why people get so offended by nudity no well I think when you look like you it's a lot less offensive yeah no I, I totally agree with you I think well I mean at the same time I think there's a line you know there's like tasteful nudity mm-hmm. and then there's like you know yeah you know of course you know, what's the purpose what's the exposure? goal of what you're I, I don't you're... want to see a random guy naked if I'm getting my <laughs> well male nudity coffee. is just funny usually it's awful <laughs> I mean, I would, I would assume to most, to some people, unless you're into that. So, um, all right. So you're in Bellator. Uh, you're a ring car girl. Uh, how now? But you're trying to be an actress. Are you, are you trying to, like, if you got an acting role, would you say, you know what, this is, this is it? Like, if you booked a sitcom or something? Would you... I mean, I love Bellator, but that is the goal. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't be a ring girl for 
you know, forever. Um, and I'm pursuing film and, you know, luckily I have Bellator to, you know, in the meantime, um, it's, it's, I'm a huge fan of MMA and I was for years before I was hired. So I consider it the best job in the meantime, but ideally I'd like to, you know, book a hit sitcom where, you know, I'm on that for years. What do you think of, uh, the whole Ariani Ronda Rousey feud that's going on? Um, are you, are you friends with Ronda? Are you friends with Ariane? Are you friends with the other ring girls? No. Um, I don't know much about them, actually, at all. Um, you know, I think she's an amazing fighter. I think, you know, some of the things she says, I can see how that became a feud. Um, that I, A feud I don't want to be in. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I kind of see where they're coming from both ends, you know? Like, uh, the um, same way. But, you know, I just think, like... Y- I don't understand why everybody's judging everyone, and I feel like why. It's fun, but then also like you're ju- then you're judging them for being judgmental. Of course, then it's you just, become a, a prick for judging a prick. It's you really know, stupid. so it's like the whole thing is really dumb. But it's a podcast, and we got to fill time. Yeah. Now, uh, as far as um, other ring girls, are you friends with Brittany Palmer or Ariani? Is there like never animosity? had a conversation with them? Never. Uh, they ever no. give you dirty looks? No, never had a conversation with them. But Mercedes, you're friends with. Yeah, I'm good friends with Uriah, and and he's like best friends with Brittany. So you know. So you, um, we have the same manager for a little bit, but um, I think your eye is prettier. To be honest, yeah, <laughs> he's just he's like the nicest guy you can meet. But um, yeah, I don't know anything about um, about Ariani though. Right. Yeah, I've not seen any interviews or anything even. What is an think? interesting story and how she got discovered in, in right? Europe, right? Yeah, in, Europe. in Italy, right? Like well, a photographer so approached I you? I shot with. Um, no, I was backpacking and couch surfing the bottom tip of California to the top tip. And I was outside, um, it was in ocean beach making bracelets. Um, me and my friends were selling them to like, you know, continue on our way. And this guy came up and actually commented on my gap in my teeth (laughs) and was like, Oh, I've been looking for a model to shoot with a gap in her teeth. You're perfect for this. And I was like, Oh, I'm not a model. Um, like I've never modeled before not interested. Thank you. He talked me into it. Um, I ended up shooting with him and then, uh, you know, he said, throw away the pictures if you don't like them, whatever. I went off to Africa to volunteer straight from there. When I came back, he had a bunch of the pictures online. I got booked in Italian Maxim. Um, a couple months later, they asked me what my favorite sport was. I said, MMA, Paul Thatcher from fight magazine saw that shot me for fight. Our Spanish commentator picked it up in a barber shop and, you know, gave it to Bellator. So it's funny because that one guy on ocean beach, changed my life forever. This guy that just lived in a van and just took photos, you know, he changed my life forever. And it's the only reason why I'm in LA. It's the only reason why I have the friends that I do, you know? And and honestly, like I had a crush on a fighter, um, at the time. And it's the only reason why, cause you know, fight magazine doesn't oh, pay. Come on. Tell us the crush you had. Tell us something. I mean, it was, come on. Just tell us. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I, it's the only reason why I actually said yes to the fight magazine, even though it wasn't a paid thing. So it's just funny how, you know, the, the butterfly effect in all of this, you know, like. It's all karma, right? Yeah. And yeah. Then, I mean, it's, and then here I am with you guys. Yes. So. Well, hopefully one day you'll you have your own show because you seem like a. Oh, that would I, be fun. I, I would watch the Jade Bryce project <laughs> you seem like a, a very a very a very you seem like kind of a hippie girl like you're born in the wrong generation like you should have been around in the 60s or something i don't know i'm glad i was born in the 80s i know well, I'm, I'm glad that you're not 60 years old <laughs> yeah, right yeah. now but i'm saying it seems like you're i haven't met anyone like you who just buys random tickets i do get called like bo- bohemian a lot because i like brew my own kombucha um what, what the hell i don't know what if you've kombucha? seen pictures of my oh you know what kombucha is no what's kombucha it'll change your life you should you should drink kombucha every day with E3 Live in it. Isn't that a band? And some maca, <laughs> and some maca powder. Uh, what, what language? Whoa, is what's it? going? This is stuff you buy like in Venice. Or what are you talking right? about? Yeah, yeah. E3 E3 Live. E3 Live. It like wakes your brain up, and then maca powder like stabilizes your mood, and it's like a miracle food. You'll never get sick with like if you do some probiotic kefir and and um and then the kombucha like. You'll just feel so much better. Yeah, I mean, Celexa uh, and uh, Adderall <laughs> and marijuana does that for me. But yeah, but, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I, yeah. I, don't put, I try not to put anything unnatural in my body, but I, I have a. That means I, I have no chance. Well, right, go on. It's like a supplement. So, it's like a supplement. So, are, are you dating anyone now? Or are you are you still single? Um, yeah, I usually try to keep like 
my family life and romantic life like separate from work but um people don't look this is not jade but, <laughs> let me tell you this is not your interview okay we're interviewing you because I, these are things that i want to know i, I understand am, that you have a a, a, a press release i mean i already that, told you guys about my birth father i don't know I that's messed it up but, in the but, beginning but i don't know but the thing is i understand that you have like okay i don't want to talk about this but this is what people want to know they want to yeah. be, be honest and, uh, yeah you know. i am um i am finally um Finally, dating someone that is, I think, the best person I've ever met in my life. He's a fighter? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Is it Bjorn Rebney? Oh, no. <laughs> Come on. Uh, is, it, is, it, is it an actor? No. He could be anything he wanted, though. Uh, who is he? He's, he's just, he was my best friend for five years, and I always had a crush on him. But well, what does he was, do? Um, he, he does it all. He's amazing. <laughs> I think he's on your blog, right? I think he's no. not that guy. I've talked about him in my blog because he was my best friend. So I'm always like, I wonder what, you Who know, is like, he, DJ? I'm looking. he's not in my blog. <laughs> is he but, famous? No, he, he probably will be because he's he's should speak to troubled teens because everything he says is amazing. But um, yeah, he's my best friend for five years and I always had a crush on him. Is you it know, Matt Brown? And I couldn't um, I, I never could tell him. And then in Vietnam, um, you Nate, know, Nate I was fan. In Vietnam, oh. my emotions were a little bit more intense because of, you know, I was working with 15 kids to a bed getting cancer treatment. And um, he's always been there for me in those times. So, you know, I reached out to him and then I just told him how I felt because I was a little bit more vulnerable at the time. And then and then it blossomed from there. It's That's kind great. of a weird thing. So yeah. you're happy. I'm happier than I've ever happy been. Happy? Yeah. You have a man? But I had to be single those two years Oh, wait, is he I that guy this. you're at the award show with? No, I auctioned off my plus one ticket for St. Jude's, actually. I do that every year. That wasn't the question. The guy you were at the award show with, who was like a skateboarder. Oh, or Big something? Cat is like my best friend. Oh, is that him, Big Cat? Everyone thinks that me and him are dating. Like, there's blogs about it, and I I don't know why. Just because I, it, it's funny because on Instagram I've never posted a picture with anyone that I've dated, celebrity or not, because I don't want people posting blogs. If I post a picture with a guy on Instagram, he's just my friend. All right, so you're not telling us who it is. The Uncle Creepy's on my Instagram. Big Cat's on my Instagram. There's blogs about us dating. I've is, not dated is, this them. This is nonsense. This is ridiculous. So you're not, I can't believe, I, I'll tell you who I dated. I, I'm an open book. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, ask me a question. I'll, I'll tell you anything you want. Anything you want to tell here, I'll tell you. That's my job. Have you hung out with Ashley Kirshner? She's like, she's really funny. Ashley Kushner? Kirshner? She's a, she's a comedian. You guys? Have I hung out with her? Hung out? No, I've, I've, I've met her. But that's what you want to know, really? I, <laughs> I kind of just wanted to put her name on. Oh, come on. Come. That's what you use? You use the opportunity to plug your friend? Great. Uh, uh, DJ's looking through every one of her blogs to find out who this guy is. is I haven't blogged since June. You haven't? You've been slacking. And no, I know. Well, what are you, her number I'm one really fan? Glad What's about, going on here? I, I have a lot of girls tell me that they, they did not commit suicide because they read that blog, and and I just met with one last week. What blog? What are you talking about? I have a blog where I, I'm very open about dep- my depression that I've struggled with, and and um, you were my depressed? father. I yeah. I was, when were you depressed? I you know it hits me every six months, but you know I was very depressed um, until I was about 17 years old, and I you know had a wake up call. But um, yeah, I was. I mean, I was a very suicidal teenager who hated. I didn't want to live. You know, I, I um, you know. Lived on the streets in fifteen. At fifteen years old, I lived in my car, and I, my life was going nowhere. Depre- all depression is is a lack of hope for the future. I had no hope, so you know I was super depressed. And so I write about that in hopes of reaching out to someone who feels alone and letting them know that you can become something, you can have a life that you're proud of and that you love. I am so freaking glad that I didn't kill myself at fifteen because I've experienced so much, and um, that's why in Pi I got. I got this uh, tattoo with bamboo on my back that says smile because there's always a smile around the corner. Everything passes, good and bad. If you can just get, like in June, I got really, really depressed. And if I had chosen to end it, Why'd I wouldn't have experienced. You know, it, depression is just, it's a, it's a chemical imbalance. That there's not always a reason. I, I was lonely. I was confused about my career. Um, you know, I moved out here not really knowing people, so I didn't have a community. And and also, it's just a lack of serotonin in your brain sometimes, you, you know, know? I know that. Um, it's a lack of connection, you know? So I was really depressed in June. Um, didn't really see a point in going on, but I knew that there was a point, so I held on. And, you know, had I not, I wouldn't have experienced everything I experienced in Asia. I wouldn't have told my best friend how I felt, you know? I wouldn't have... I've never felt the love that I feel in my life right now 
And, and I almost missed out on that. That's great. Yeah. I mean, coming from someone who's also dealt with depression and OCD and all kinds of stuff, I, I can, I, it's really nice to hear, not that you were depressed, but that you have battled through it and yeah. that you're able to and talk about I'm it. I'm sure I'm going to battle through it again. You know, like well, I, I hope said, not. This too I shall mean, pass. there's nothing for, I mean, I, I'm sure it's easier for me to sit here and go, why are you depressed? I mean, you're beautiful <laughs> and this and that and you got all kinds, but I'm sure everybody has their own personal demons and, yeah. and has to get through it. And uh, as long as you're br- brewing your own hookah, whatever the hell you, you're brewing, you know, kombucha, kombucha. kombucha. with E3 Live. <laughs> with E3 Live. Do it. You know, it's, it sounds like you're on the right track. Are they, you know, I mean, I would, I, if I was casting something, I'd put you in it as the, the female lead. And Thank you. I, I, what, I would, what would I, what would I do? What, what, what I don't would know. my role seem, be? What would your role be? Yeah. Uh, probably uh, the girl who, um, I, I think, I don't know, it'd be a lot of good roles for you. If I was casting, probably maybe the girl who, I mean, you wouldn't be like the nerdy girl who becomes this. You'd be a good best friend. Or, or big sister. Big sister or like the yeah. hot chick that the guy gets. Or maybe you think the guy's a nerdy and then he wins you over. And yeah. I don't know. There's probably I'd a like, lo- like my dream role would be like Rita. I mean, not Rita. Sorry. Um, it would be uh, Hannah and Dexter. The last oh, you'd be seasons. a good Hannah. Yeah. It's so just, yeah, either yeah. Hannah and Dexter or um, like uh, the girl in Crazy Stupid Love, uh, Emma, Emma Stone. Mm. Yeah, like that role. I could definitely see you have a very unique look, and you have a good. Uh, you look good on camera. Even my dad said he's like, "Wow, oh, thanks." <laughs> looks really, she looks very good on camera. That's what my dad told me. Thank you. So yeah, that's. Uh, there's no reason. Uh, so even though you're not going to tell us who you're dating, which is fine, you don't have to tell us. <laughs> fine, nonsense. Now, uh, Bellator used to do these things where they would have like you guys do jujitsu, uh, like for techniques. Sweet submissions. Are you guys still do that or no? Um, no, but you should tell them that we should. Did you enjoy doing that? I loved it. It was pretty. It was pretty. I only caught a couple of them, but it, did you guys actually know what you were doing, or did you learn yeah. it that day? Or? No, sh- like we really made each other tap. Well, that was never fake. I blacked out once. You know, Jimmy teaches us exactly how to. We don't want it to be cheesy. You know, yeah, it's supposed to be sexy, but um, you know, we don't want it to be cheesy. Uh, Jimmy shows us exactly how to do it, and we do it until the person taps. So you know, and it, it was on TMZ, and um, you know, we, we got a lot of hits on it. You know, but. Um, they took it off, so... How often do you get recognized by Bellator fans? Um, you know, it just... It depends on where I'm at. Like, um, of course, if there's some type of MMA event or I'm at any fight, then, you know, whether it's Bellator or not, I get recognized. But then, you know, uh, sometimes I've it's happened, like, at a red light or a post office or the airport, <sighs> but, like, it's always really random, you know, or, or in a bar, but... You know, sometimes. Does not your boyfriend at all. get insecure that all these fighters are around you and hitting on you? Does he get kind of jealous at all? My exes did, and that's one of the reasons why it, they all failed. What's so great about my relationship now is that we're best friends. We've been best friends for five years, and we will never hurt each other. We're best friends. I never, I, I never want anyone to hurt him. You know, he doesn't have to ever worry about me hurting him, and I don't have to worry about him hurting me. So, um, there's no insecurities. And but your exes would get mad? They'd be like... Yeah, the, and it was the most unattractive quality in the world. Because if I choose you as my boyfriend, I don't want anyone else. I've never cheated on anyone. If if I start to have feelings for someone else, I break up with you. And that's never even happened. Um, because when, I, when I'm focused on you, I don't see anyone else. No one else exists, you know. Um, and, and if I can't have that with you, then I break up with you. Um, but... No one believed me. What happened? The guys were convinced you were flirting with. Because you do seem a little bit like a flirt. I have to. Uh, let's call a spade well, a spade. Well, you know what it is? Is I'm a nice person, yeah. and that's so rare that it gets mistaken for flirting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, forget the spade. What spade. is it? Is it the way I'm looking at you? No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can tell that you're undressing me with your eyes the entire time. You keep giving me this this vibe that you, that you definitely you know. I'm a to- happy person, and I'm ha- I'm nice to people, and so then you know people might think that I, I have a crush, but I, this is how I treat everyone, and this is how we should all treat each other. Okay, so but your ex boyfriends though they would they would get they would say well you know why'd you flirt with that fighter or what would, what would happen? Um, you know, insecure people. Uh, it's rooted from anxiety, I think, or and I think they create a story in their head and react off that story instead, and that's why it fails. It's never what we think it is. Yeah. We, you know, we can't do that. Something I always tell myself is not always so, because that, that happens with me. A lot of times I think people are mad at me, and, and, and I react off that, or, or I get um, quiet because of that, and I have to remind myself not always so. But, yeah, my exes would... Um, 
you know, they, they would be insecure about me playing a role with someone in an audition alone or um, being around fighters that are fit and in their underwear or, um, or you know what, like, like I said, they were fighters. Maybe they were doing something because, like, why do they think I'm the ring girl sleeping with the fighters, you know? Like, um, but, yeah, none of them followed me on Twitter or Instagram or even were my friends on Facebook because they could not handle a guy commenting on my things and them seeing it. I don't know any of these people that are telling me they love me and that, that you know, like it's the weirdest thing to be upset about that. Do other ring girls and they the get upset or? like that you're posting a bikini photo? Like you're the only one that touches me. Like you're the only one that like. Yeah, at know, the same I time, I could, oh, I could, yeah, I understand, but they have to know that going in that you're gonna be half naked on Instagram or that you have pictures online. Of it's you always naked. okay going in. Going in, I, yeah. you have to go know that going in, and then the guys try to change you, and then you're like, "What the hell? You yeah. you signed up for this?" But I I could see like if we started dating and you weren't like that, and then you started posting naked right. pictures, I could see you go, "What the hell are you doing? I don't want everyone seeing you, you naked." Know what but though, going also into it, like there was never anyone in my life that like mattered so much that I was like, "You're the only one that I want to see this." I used to post pictures online, you know. I, I don't know if I needed attention or if I um, was bored or if I was trying to build my following, but sometimes I'd post pictures online to get a reaction and and, um, almost like this fake sense of company because I I wasn't um, fulfilled in my relationships. There's a a lot of pictures that I take now that I don't post online because... Yeah, but don't set yourself up to fail because don't put all your eggs... No, 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 I I know. It seems like a little bit like... This relationship, I don't know who the guy is. If you say he's great, you don't in five years. I, I wish you nothing but happiness. But, but it's also a cool feeling, though, to like n- to be able to take a picture and and then not like it's not for the internet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like before, it was like only for the internet because that's where I got my main fulfillment. So what are these know? pictures you're showing this guy? Because if, if you're putting, I mean, it's just an, it was just a like it's just a, <laughs> a story that I'm. It was just what I was trying to. A point I was trying to get across. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I was going to say that there must be some crazy pictures. No, just a point I was trying to get across. It's like you're, you're but buddy. it's already out there now. I mean, you're out there naked now. Like, what else can she possibly, yeah. like, That's what I'm saying. In? Like, her, like, with her, her, her ass like, in the oh. air with her, her, her butt cheeks spread out. I'm, I'm wondering what yeah, these pictures but are. that doesn't bother me, um, you know, those pictures being out there. But I would like to be Googled and, and a bunch of my, you know, movies still show up. Yeah. Is, is is what? Well, I you're like. not the first girl to do Playboy, and it is the, the highest form of yeah. nudity. If it's going ever going to be tasteful, that's the thing. Like, know? but in Texas, not that many people do Playboy, so you can be judged really easily. Out here, everybody does Playboy. Everybody, well, everybody goes to the mansion either. on Sundays. You know, like everybody has. Do you go to the mansion on Sundays. Well, I lived there like a couple summers ago, and you know, for an, the next year, I, I went there like you know every Sunday. What was that like? Yeah, there. let's talk about that. But I I, I haven't been back. Um, I get invited, but I haven't been back in a while because I just you know it's not. What was it like living at the Playboy Mansion? Towards. It's like what it looks like, you know. I mean, if that's if that's your goal is to. Um, Let's not talk about hyperbole. Exactly what? Uh, what it's what it. What's it a day to day like, like yeah. life like when you live there? What's your so you week wake look up like? in a cute little pink room with a bunch of posters of nude women all around you that you feel like they're staring at you, um, and you call the kitchen. You tell them what you want for breakfast. If it's there's no menu, if you want lobster, you get lobster. If you want chocolate cake, you get chocolate cake. And that's my favorite part, right? Um, because I'm a foodie, but um, I would like some pizza right now, but. Um, there's that, and then after that, until lunchtime, I don't know, there's a pool, there's animals, um, there's a weight room where you have, like, little weights with your name on them, you know, and um, it's it's fun, um, but it's also kind of lonely because it's kind of like, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, there's so many people there. We have movie night, we have the cast of the movie or the people who were involved come, and you have dinner with them, you watch the movie, it's fun to be able to watch it with them. But Sunday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you could go that whole time without seeing anyone but the the cook and butler. You did know? did so, Hefner try to hook up with you? No. No, he's been with Crystal. He was already with Crystal, his wife, at the time. And, and Is it weird that he had three girlfriends at the same time? I mean, that's sort of... No, I mean, it's Hef. That's, <laughs> yeah, he gets a pass for all that. It's kind of strange. Yeah. I mean, that's the image that he built up, you know? But, um, but the, was, I always look kind of weird that these girls are like 20 and he's 80 and you know, everyone's like, cool with being his girlfriend. You know, like he's sweet on her. They're, they're cuddling during the movies and all that. But to everyone else, you're kind of like, uh, 
you know, a, he's almost like a grandpa it's in a way. Cre- like creepy, no? He's got swag, though, right? Like He's 90 years old. Swag. No, I mean, like, he's, he's really old now. He's got Alzheimer's. I mean, <laughs> like, so, really old. Um, so you're thinking it's creepy now, but he's five not, years it, ago. That's the thing. He's not creepy. I didn't get to see that side of him because he's so old that he's just kind of like this. <laughs> so why, why do you think that these young women are attracted to him? Aside from well, like they're not attracted to him. They're attracted to the image and to the power, and and or what he represents. Yeah, and they want to get published, and they want to. You know, a lot of girls come out here, and they want to get famous. And Plan B is to marry rich, and that's the place to do it. You've got tons of millionaires coming into that house looking for a young model. You know, and and it works. And it works. You have, yeah. What celebrities? Do they like hitting on you? A lot of celebrities would. A lot of celebrities come there because they want to experience the mansion. You know, they. uh, I think once they experience it, they don't come back that much. But if we watch like um, a certain film, you know, that whole cast gets invited and they're all there. Um, But I know, like, Paulie Shore was always there. Paulie Shore is always there. John John Levitz is always there. Paulie Shore sent like. I don't know how he got my number, but he (laughs) (laughs) he texts me a lot. Um, I've not seen his stand up. Is it? Is it pretty funny? It's about as funny as his number. No, he, yeah. he, he, no he's always at the mansion he's, looking, he's okay. for, asking where the ice cream is. Really? Uh, John Lovitz is there a lot, um, which I've, I've seen his um, stand-up. But, yeah, I mean... But, but these guys trying to sleep with you? I mean, do they... Yeah, of course. And, you know, like... Um, and they, they don't really want to sleep with you. They're looking for a live-in girlfriend. You know, they pay you 10000 a month to live in their house and keep them company. And you can live your own life and you can have the car that they bought you. And, you know, it's what a lot of girls... But you never took them up on that? No, I have a folder of emails uh, titled Mario, because he's the one that emails me the most, um, with hundreds of offers. Um, not because I ever plan on responding, but because I kind of just want to make a book one day, like, of all the nonsense in there. Of guys um, who tried to bang me, that would be called it. And I, I don't know if you ever saw that Instagram post that I, I posted. It's a, go- a guy uh, has a room full of my photos. It's in my phone. I can show you. It's full of my photos with a mannequin of me. And like uh, I get, I, you know, I've like donated my sports doll. bras to like um, uh, like breast cancer awareness yeah. things, and he's got those framed. And so it's like my folder's full of that stuff, you know. It's scary. It's of. it's weird, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never responded to any of those people. It's not it's not worth it. I'm not going to date a guy for a pair of shoes or a purse. <sighs> I'm not going to. I'm I, like I said, I'm all about chemistry. And but it sounds like the Playboy Mansion's like a dollhouse, right? Like. Playboy has all these beautiful women yeah. here. And I'm not saying that those girls are wrong at all. Right, it's no. all about what you want in life. No, I'm saying that's pretty lame. I, I'm sorry. I, 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 I mean, I, I know some really if, nice if girls girl that do that. And, you, and, I don't, I, and you're willing to sleep with a guy because he's paying your rent and paying stuff. It's yeah. kind of, I mean, you're pretty much a, being a prostitute. I mean, you're being. I know. So. I mean, the girls are nice and there's, there, there's a reason why people do the things that they do. You know, it's not like in, I'm from Austin, Texas. This is where I consider myself. It's the only place I live more than a year before LA, you never have a guy come up to you in a grocery store and offer, offer you the things they, they do here, you know, just at a grocery store. It's very weird. But I do know a group of girls that like fly around on a private jet and like take dumps on guys because that's what turns them on. Like there's some Wait, really you know weird girls? things out there, Wait, well, hold but on. that's the thing. You don't know. You keep this. saying these things and then going on to the next topic. What girls do you, you know, girls, your there's friends, there's a lot of girls that do that, that but, take dumps on but guys. These girls aren't bad people. Like no one, they're, they're not bad people, but like, you know, I, I remember they're telling my wipers. best friend one time, <laughs> I remember telling my best friend one time, like I was crying and I was like, what happened to these guys that like want, cause I get, I got an email one time. This guy asked me to beat him up and told me he'd give me 1,000 per bone that I broke on him. Ugh. And I was like, well, first of all, I'd probably break my own bones because I'm not going to be good at this. But I was crying to my best friend because I was like, this bums me out. Like, why do guys want this and this to get turned on? Like, what happened to them as a child? And I was thinking too much into it. He was like, Jade, you can't get bummed out about what turns people on. You can't get bummed out that these girls do this. Like, this is just who people... Like- Did you respond to the email? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. No, I screenshotted it. I usually screenshot them, send them to some friends, and we laugh. And I that's think it. you can get bummed out. I mean, because that's just kind of sad. Like, like I want to sound so empty to me, but yeah. then at the and same time, I feel bad for thinking of those people <laughs> as God. you know what I mean. Like yeah. maybe they're maybe they're really full by doing this. Maybe they're happy. Like you know, I don't know. Jade, you got to be more judgmental. Uh, I mean, come on. <laughs> if a guy's saying, "I'll give you a thousand dollars to break my," but bones it does and shit it bamboozles me. me that these girls are making thousands, taking dumps on people when there's. Other people who are mopping floors for minimum wage because they are not considered attractive. You know, like it's a, it's amazing what beauty can get you. 
that boggles my mind. So you want those mind. people that mobs take dumps on people for thousands of dollars? No, but I mean, like, <laughs> it just boggles my mind that because this girl is considered pretty by this guy, she's making thousands oh, yeah. in one day, and then this girl has this amazing heart, but, like, you know, she didn't, she, no one instilled education in her. No one, like, I didn't even know, like... You think people instilled education on the girl taking dumps? I mean, what kind of... Uh, this is a weird plight. Yeah, I'm I mean, thinking come on. too much into it, I suppose. <laughs> like, but like, that's LA, too. I mean, what? You want to stand this up for the... This is me. I guess you stand I, up I, I the, like the end up moppers. staring at a tree and thinking about this for hours. The moppers should be able to compete. They can take dumps Shouldn't on people. I mean, I mean, come on. What is, no, you, I like the, the fact that you're open about this. And it's very sweet of you. At the same time, you have to think... It just like, boggles me what, what attraction can get people, is what I mean. You know? Yeah, but... Uh, yeah. Well, exactly. I, uh, and yeah, I, it's I all, it, it is but. somewhat what you do for yourself. When I was 15 and I told you I was living in my car, I had dropped out of school and I had to, you know, in, enroll in the Youth Homeless Association to end up, end up graduating on time. But at that point, I didn't even know you had to apply to college. I thought you could just show up. Like, I, no one told me these things, you know? Like, and, and we have to remember, like, we don't know where people came from. So many people have judged me, you know, for where I was at when I was in high school going to school with two outfits, you know, and, and uh, you know. Now, now you have one outfit. Now so, I so have one. Yes. <laughs> now, do you have any brothers and sisters? I have a sister that's 24 and a brother that's 18. Now, your brother who's 18, do people like say, hey, I saw your sister naked on the internet? Yeah. And what happens? He, he said that that happens to him a lot, actually. Um, you know, at first, I think it bothered him, but now he, he thinks it's kind of cool. How really? old is he? Yeah. He's 18. Yeah, he told me that, like, in the beginning, it was, it's not that he was embarrassed, but he just, like, I'm his sister. It's kind of gross. And, like, yeah. Does he want to hang out with you a lot now? Because you just imagine the girls that are floating around. With, I mean, with he her. likes when I mention him, I like, on Twitter yeah. and Instagram and all that stuff. But that's why, like, I'm the 18 year old brother. I'm hanging out with you all the time. <laughs> At the same time, if people I are wish. like, hey, I, I saw your sister's vagina on the internet, I could see how that would be annoying if I'm a brother. I could be like, listen, dude. Relax. You know, it depends on how cool of a brother you are. You I know. I think it, it, it really bothers my mom. I don't know anyone else that it really bothers. Doesn't um, bother me. But <laughs> so wait. So your mom um, really bothers her. I mean, she's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, big time. What did she say to you? Today she sent me a nude photo of myself from when I was three months old, and said uh. Uh, <laughs> said in quotations, "Mommy, I'll never pose nude. I swear." And then said, why can't I go back to these days? Oh, come on. She I know. Like, up. she's really. She's very Catholic or Christian or. No, that's what's funny is like my mom was like when I was a kid, she was like this, you know, free spirit like I am. And, um, you know, I remember a lot, you know, but now she's super conservative. Um, like if you if you try to talk about, you know, any of that, she just slaps you on the forehead. Um, but I don't know. I mean. I, she's got a, but she still loves you. I'm so proud of you, right? Or? She loves me, but she just pretends that you know she she just ignores you know. But tell her you're not doing porn. You yeah, know? You've never done a porn. Well, people, right? Have you done I porn? haven't done porn, but people consider Playboy porn. A lot of people. I don't. I I, I think if I did Penthouse, I would. I'd have to say I did porn. There there was like some lesbian porn going around uh, that the girl had a gap, um, and everyone was tagging me in it, and it, I couldn't do you know. It's definitely not me. Like, if you look at my nude photos and then you look at her, her, it's it's obvious it's not me. Plus, this is, like, a really old film. I would have been – I'd be old if, if it was me. I watch it numerous times. And I, oh. But there's a lot of blogs saying that it's me. It's it's not. Um, but, no, I've never done porn. And, um, you know, I don't see anything wrong with people who do. But, I yeah, I don't. Yeah, so I, I, I understand why your mom would be concerned. I think if my daughter was naked and, and Playboy, I might be like, if I had a daughter, I'd be like, listen, you know, yeah, maybe. But at the same time, it's. But I, I would love to do like True Blood, and they're like always nude there, and it's like it's not porn, it's HBO. And you know? I'd be a lot more proud that you're going to random countries and feeding people than I would be upset that you were naked in a photo. See, but I had one one time. I've always gone alone, but there was one time I was going to go with an organization, and it was funded by a church, and you know they said they didn't let me go because they said my money was dirty. Because it was at the time that I was really known for Playboy, and um, it, Jeez. yeah, I thought, why, like, why am I not allowed to oh, be? And his their money and isn't feet? dirty. Why yeah. am I not allowed to? Yeah, like, how is my? Yeah, it really bothered me. But those are the people who a fa- a loveless church is not gonna do good to the world. You know, like you can go over there and and you can and you can use you know your clean money, but like I, I bet you anything, like God smiling, just as big on mine. You know, like it really bothers me when churches act that way, but. 
you know, I'm a, I'm a God girl. I'm a Jesus person. And, and I also quote Buddha a lot, you know, like whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, so that does happen. People, you know, view Playboy as, as porn and they view your good works, if, if you can call them that, um, as, you know, something that's not good just because of where you you Well, not the people here. From. Not the people in this room. <laughs> me, me, me and DJ applaud you for it. But um, one of my favorite verses is, um, you know, uh, I think it's like good works uh, without love are, are counted as worthless. So, you know, you've got to have love behind what you do. She's just an all-around good chick. I'm just wondering where, what, like, what skeletons are crawling around. Uh, you want to know my, my skeleton is I'm a horrible driver. Oh, I'm a great, That's all about I'm a great parallel parker. I thought she was going to say whore, and then I was like, <laughs> no. I was like really? I'm Whoa. a horrible uh, driver, but I'm a great parallel parker. Um, Ooh. Like I said, you know, I struggle with, I struggle with yeah. my mindset sometimes. I get, I get down. Um, I'm really good at picking myself up. But, um, you know, I'm ADD. I struggle with depression, you know, from time to time. Um, L.A. can do that to you, though. Yeah. L.A., if you don't have a good group of people around you that love you, and if you don't take care of yourself, you're going to, yeah, you're going to get burnt by this city quick. I have a short film, actually, that you can watch on YouTube called 365 Less Strangers about that. I wrote it and then starred in it. And it's about how nice. people in the city, it's like weird to say hi. And, but how, like, if you just like, how can I struggle with loneliness? If, if we're in a restaurant right now and, and take out like the Fox sports setting, we're in a restaurant. I've not talked to you guys. How can I struggle with loneliness? If you two are right there and we have a human connection, we've all cried ourselves to sleep before. We've all lost something. We've all loved somebody. How can I feel lonely? Like there's a human connection here if I just allow it to happen. So, but, be, but in LA, it's so weird to say hi. Like, that's why people think I'm flirting because I say I didn't hi. Think you were fl- I didn't think you were flirting. I thought you were very sweet. I no, mean, but you he- could walk by someone, say good morning to them, and they could keep. You wa- can what? just make eye contact and Nothing. and like smile, and they are yeah. Well, it was the fact so that, that you were what- that you were butt naked in the room. <laughs> I think that was sort of I got the impression. Do, well, the, do a lot of guys get the wrong impression by you? They think that you like them and you don't, or that you just be, being nice because they've seen me nude online. No, it's in general. Like guys oh. you meet. I thought you meant on dates, like people getting the wrong impression. Um, because I'm nice. Uh, I think, like, yeah, my I've thought before that like the cashiers at Trader Joe's or my yoga <laughs> teachers, all all of them like talked about how I had a crush on all of them because I'm so I'm like really nice to them. But like, I don't know. Like I said, I'm a little ADD, so I say things, you know, and um, and. I don't know. What? So who's this guy that you're dating? I, 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 <laughs> now what does he do? I don't understand why you're so curious about that. Is he a that singer? He's a singer. He he could be a really <sighs> like he's an amazing singer. He's amazing at everything that he does. This he's is literally bullshit. the best. There's he's the best person that I know. Besides, like he's right up there with my best friend. If you don't know Tom Shadyac, the he's it was the youngest writer ever, comedy writer for Bob Hope. Oh wow. Tom Shadyac, he wrote and directed Ace Ventura, Liar, Liar, Nutty Professor. Watch his documentary, I Am. Listen to his radio show on Fridays, The Big Couch with Tom. And, um, oh, didn't he leave? He book, left show business, right, that guy? He did, but he's, he's actually doing a few things that I can't say right now because here he was like, don't blog this. But um, he's my best friend in the whole world, and if it weren't for him, I wouldn't have made it this far um, just staying alive. And uh, him and, and, you know, and, and this guy, and guy are the best two people I've ever met in my life. And I've always told Tom, because Tom's 54, I've always told him, like, I'm going to find a younger version of you. And, you know, he was there all along. But um, well, That's very nice of you to say to him. I'm sure he really wants to hear that. Well, he's like I'm going to find a younger version of you. I would hate to hear that from Bahad. Well, oh, God. Well, he, and he needs to find a romantic version of me, you know, like that everyone wanted me and Tom to date, you know, for a little bit there. But, you know, like I said, the connection has to be there we when we met each other it was like we had been friends all along you know and, and it was an instant brother he introduces me as a sister you know so it's just that was what it always was um but yeah those two people are the best people i know and um tom every time you're with him raises the bar for how we should live um he, you feel like you've you've just had a spiritual experience um by spending a little bit of time with him so uh yeah Watch his film. It's it's about how he left show business, you know, and um, realized what was important in life. But he's, you know, he's trying to do some films right now. So are you going to be on the? I film? am. I mean, I'm looking at this guy's IMDb. He's a gangster. Yeah, he I is mean, so gangster. Like producer Evan Almighty accepted Eight Rules, like Bruce Almighty, yeah, like Nutty Professor Two, Patch yeah. Adams, like 
Uh, gangster. Aside from being the youngest writer for Bob Hope. Well, he was the number one comedy director in in the 90s, you know, and and now I I honestly, like, I tell him all the time, like, we, we don't realize what a difference we make until, like, I honestly think that the day he dies, like, there's just going to be thousands, not hundreds, but thousands of people around him that are alive because he gave and because not just gave money, but he gave to, like, the poor in spirit, you know, like, and, and I'm... I tell him that, and then he's like, you know what, though? Like, there was a time where I was so down that had you not been my friend, I wouldn't have made it through. So, like, we have to think about that, too. Sometimes no, it's true. just kindness for somebody who's making a difference like that, yeah. you know? No, absolutely. I, this email I got the other day from someone who listens to our show was, uh, it was, like, the nicest email I've ever gotten, ever. The guy goes... Uh, like a fan email? A fan, yeah. He goes, uh, he goes hey, ma'am. He goes, uh, my name is Nico, um, the one with MMA strips on Twitter. I wanted to say that you, you have an amazing podcast. You're the reasons Americans are so beloved in Sweden. <laughs> but you know what? Like as a, as a comedian, as a comedian, you make a huge difference in the world because you're giving people laughter and that makes them forget about their pain. There's so many people that tell Tom, like, you're like, I made it through my teenage years because like you made Ace Ventura, you yeah. know, like you making people laugh makes them for a moment forget about their pain. No, I, 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 it makes me forget about my own pain too. So yeah, yeah, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. I, I, uh, I love doing that. It, it's, too, it's, it's too bad you're taken. This is, uh, <laughs> this is, I feel like I, I like, should have met you in, in like June when you were depressed. And then maybe I, <laughs> maybe I would have had a better shot. So, uh, but yeah, so yeah, the, he, that, that guy wrote that. And then he wrote some, anyway, so thank you uh, for, for writing that. Um, all right, so Jade Bryce, this is uh, this has been very. Uh, I feel like I got to know you. This is uh, this is yeah. great. You're, yeah. What else can we, we have say? Any you questions in? that people did people send in? Yeah, yeah but they're, yeah, but they're all disgusting. They're all uh, okay. pretty creepy. Okay, I mean, you want okay. me to read the questions? Uh, no, 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 they're pretty funny. <laughs> She's gonna so. be bummed about the world now. She's gonna be like, really, like this is what the world is asking me. No, I, ask Jade I, if I, that's I really her in that porno. So we'll answer that. That's from Mister Antichrist. No, not me. So and then someone said, "What porno was that?" And then the, ten people want that person to DM the link of the. Are porno. people listening live? Is <laughs> no, that no, oh, no, okay. no, no, no. They no. are just asking. No, 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 because no, no, I put like any questions for Jay Bryce on, the, yeah. on, the, on this website and on the underground, and then people go, and then and then everyone wants to link of the porno. That, oh, that's I thought a, everyone was going to ask me like about pizza. Uh, oh, ask Jade uh, if she would go on a date with the abstinent juggernaut. Oh, with Jake Ellenberger. Uh, and uh, uh, isn't he dating the girl that interviewed me in that dress that you liked, the see-through dress? Uh, Jordan McDonald. They were dating. Uh, oh, okay, because they're a cute couple. They're... He's he's very cute, and she's very cute. Um, they're both very nice. I liked them as a couple. I, me too. Me too. And then someone said, Jake, the born again Ellenberger, cracks me up. <laughs> Is he a virgin? No, but every week we like ask him if uh, if he got laid or hey, we got any had sex, and he Why? says. Because it makes him uncomfortable. Oh. And then he says no every week. Oh, no, no, I'm just training. I'm just training. So then it became a running joke that he's yeah. now the born-again Christian and then, like, whatever. I went, like, ten months one time. Really? Yeah, not a long time. It was during that two years worth of singleness. Two years' When you were time. living in a van and... No, I was living in a house with five people. There was 300 people coming through our house every week, and I just went ten months. I don't know. What, what, what about pizza? You you said you expected people to ask you about pizza. I'm uh, no, I they, you know, know me on my social media as the pizza slut. If you hashtag yeah. the pizza slut, if you click on that. Oh yeah, um, someone did say that. Someone did on Twitter said that. I want some right now. So <laughs> fa- favorite 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 pizza. Um, I really like Lucifer's and Fresh Brothers. I like Thin Crust. I love Daya Cheese. Um, I like pineapple and onion, and I love Cholula on it. So, what's your favorite spot here in LA? I, I, it's tied with uh, Lu- I, yeah, I'd say Fresh Brothers, but I really like Lucifer's and Cruisers also. You got to go to Grimaldi's. In yeah. It's oh, Bob. This conversation became really pizza. lame. I know, but it's Bob. <laughs> How can you say that? <laughs> this is what happens when you let, uh, when you let DJ talk. When you let DJ and, 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 and you're there and, creeping and, uh, on pictures. Yeah, uh, beautiful <laughs> girl ask the questions. It becomes about pizza. I'm trying to get to know her. Yeah, oh wow, yeah. Mr. Sweetness! I know. What can I do? I'm, I'm the other side. You're the I, devil. I, I'm the oh yeah, right. <laughs> oh yeah, real other side. <laughs> You're the guy who wants to convince you the other side, so they can get to the other side. <laughs> Come on, give me a break. So Jade, uh, do you have any tattoos or no? In real life? Yeah, um, yeah. The ones on my arms right now are fake from the I filmed Lost in Austin yesterday. But um, I've got the one on my back that I talked about that says "Smile." I did it. They did it with bamboo, and then a little monk prayed over it. I've got one on my left foot that's a girl crying. 
um, with like a spirit hood elephant on her head because I feel like that's my spirit animal and uh, crying to remind myself, um, you know, no no more tears, but at the same time, like uh, cry their tears, like for other people. And then um, my right foot is uh, Africa with a heart over Uganda. That was my first tattoo and it's teal um, to remind me that, you know, this first school I ever built was in Uganda, and um, that's what opened up my eyes to the needs of the world. So to remind me to keep living that way. And then it's teal because, um, you know, I want to have a child with the person that I'm, in, uh, you know, in love with because of the miracle of it and seeing, like, we created this. But because I consider myself adopted, I, I want to adopt. Um, and uh, teal is, like, a name I've always wanted to name, name my son. You consider yourself adopted by, by who? Well, um, you know, I just the childhood that I talked about, you know, I enrolled in the Youth Homeless Association and, you know, had to move in with, you know, multiple people throughout my teenage years um, and, you know, feel like, you know, Tom took on that father role as well. But, um, yeah, I, um, I uh, you know, lived in multiple homes throughout my teenage years. And when I was 16 and I was, you know, living in, the, in a Ford Festiva um, and going to school, um, this couple – invited me to live with them. And I was really shy about it because I, you know, I had been, you know, without a home for over a year, but, um, I didn't, it wasn't pride. It was more like insecurity. Like I didn't want to get attached to anybody. Um, I was scared of love big time. I hadn't said the word, I love you in years. And, um, yeah, when they took me in, they were, and they were great people. And I can't imagine the life I would have walked the path I would have walked down had they not taken me in because I was in, in a bad crowd doing some bad things. But I've never done it like I wasn't doing drugs or anything, but bad stuff. What were stuff. you doing? I mean, just I just was headed down the wrong path and around, I was, you know, around some bad stuff, but not actually partaking. But um, they took me in and they they were, you know, really religious people that believed in, um, you know, preordained marriages and things like that. And so um, uh, I actually got married at like like 20 years old to um, who? To, they they picked out a husband for me pretty much and told me like you have a year and a half you can see him once a month in public i mean once a week in public settings uh you can hold hands in a month wait, and you can cult? kiss in a year and a half a at an altar I don't know. pretty much wait a couple adopts you and then makes you uh, this is marry, like the weirdest thing you can know about it makes you marry somebody that you just met that you didn't even know we'd seen each other like 20 times in person and uh yeah i remember on our honeymoon so I was a virgin till then, till till you know our honeymoon, and um, I remember on our honeymoon like saying like I saw like a little Asian girl with a white couple, and I remember saying something about like oh I can't like really want to adopt. He's like we're not adopting, and I was like oh shoot, like I just married someone that knows nothing about what I want in life, you know, and um, you know I really stuck it out because I you know I wanted to, and I thought I had struck gold because I had met a guy who would never do what my father did to me. He would never you know talk down to me. He would never beat me. He would never cheat on me. He would never abandon me. Like, th- like, cause he was a good moralized guy. But so I, you know, I tried to make it work, but you know, like I said, I'm all about chemistry. There was no love there. And no, we were just roommates. So how hard was it to get a uh, divorce from him? It, uh, you know, I felt really bad cause it was the first divorce in his family cause they had been raised in that religion. But, um, I felt like I was missing out on life and, and I wanted to experience romance and, and passion. And, you know, I like, it's funny. Like we would, in the two and a half years we were married, we maybe had sex like 10 times. And I remember trying to get him to go to counseling. And the counselor was like, you have to have sex on Fridays. And I was like, this is horrible. Like, wow. this this is not a way to live. And even though I didn't know I could live the way I'm living now, I had a hope of it. And I'm so glad that I did because I'm living it now. You know, I'm, I'm being able to travel and, you know, experience things. And It's a path you took to get to where you are now. But it was such a risk. Yeah. 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 Wow. So that family never talked to me again when I left that church. And um, You really should write a book. I am. I am trying. I, but, you know, I got to, like, age 14, which is when things get really dark, and that's when June happened. So I had to, like, set it down for a little bit. June. Um, June is when I wrote that blog. Oh. Yeah. So, because, um, you know, when you're writing a book, you can't just, like, you know, write something empty. You've got to put a lot of emotion in it and make it interesting and make people feel it. And, and so I was having to put myself back in those times. That's just tough. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was really hard. So, you know, I'm taking a little break, but I'm almost ready to pick it back up. Yeah. Wow. You've been through a lot. I had no idea when I was watching no. you on Bellator. That this was, <laughs> I, I mean, I, yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea what you, what you have been through. You're, you're going to, 
You're probably great in bed because of all this. I find the girls that have the most crazy childhood. I feel that, like I am. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I could definitely see that you're definitely, you know. I'm comfortable. You're comfortable. That's, that's what makes the difference. You, you definitely know? like to experiment and do some crazy stuff. Yeah, when you're comfortable with a person. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. So so when are you breaking up with this guy? This is, <laughs> how, do I, how, do I, how do I help... This is, forget Juliana Pena. Okay, she's she's been replaced. Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, until next week. Until, until until the next guest we have next week. But yeah, that's this is this is great stuff. I think I think people are gonna are gonna fall in love with you. I think uh, I think you're gonna for sure. I'm Hopefully, think, they're inspired. They're gonna be inspired. They're gonna be confused. Uh, I'm I I confuse people a lot. I know. But um, and uh, I I think you're gonna make it no matter what you do. You've already made it, but you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna make it even more. I'd really like to make it in film. Yeah, I, I so would I. <laughs> and I'd like to watch you in film. I mean, in, in a serious way, not a perverted, creepy way. With that yeah. too, but but but, but yeah, you, you do do a very good. Uh, we just gotta speak it into existence and go after it. Oh, you're into that whole secret thing? Is that? I've never read the secret, and I don't I don't really agree with what I've heard, but I do think that if you say out loud all the time the things that you want and you you have more of a focus on it. Yeah, yeah I don't think that if you say, I'm going to be an NBA star and I'm 5'3 and a girl, that I'm going to be an NBA star. But I think that if I say something every day, I tend to focus on it more. I agree so, with that. And, and say things positive. I do feel like the universe says yes a lot. So if you're like, oh, I'm so depressed and lonely in LA, the city's so horrible and I'm not doing anything with my life. I feel like the universe is like, yeah. But I feel like you're like, love is on the way and my finances are blessed and I'm going to bless others. My relationship is blessed. I feel like the universe is like, yeah. yeah I am going to ask for it. It's true. I'm going to date Jade Bryce. I, I, <laughs> every gonna, day. I'm going to go every day. I'm going to wake up and say, it's going to happen. Jade's going to leave her boyfriend and come over. This is going to happen. I'm and then gonna... you'll send her a picture of her with like pictures all over your wall and the, the I already did. That was actually my that email. That was you. That was me. That was me. That was me. Well, thank you, Jade. This has been a yeah, pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Th- uh, thank Maxim you. Hot 100. Oh, oh yes. yes. Talk about that. Talk about what Please you're doing with the Maxim. Please vote for me. Um, I think voting is up another two weeks. You can vote every day. You can vote from your cell phone. You can vote from your computer. You can vote from your iPad. Please vote. Um, like I said, anytime I'm put in the spotlight, I'll put the needs of others in a spotlight. And I'm not trying to bribe you <laughs> to vote. But, bribe, bribe. But, <laughs> but you're doing a good thing by voting. Please vote. Yeah, maxim.com slash girls slash hot 100. And if you're on my Instagram, at the Jade Bryce, the link is in my bio. And Twitter? At the Jade Bryce, yeah. All well, right. thank you, DJ Shrope. Uh, thank I, you, Adam. I know that you're here. Uh, thank, <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you, everyone listening to MMA Roasted. Uh, thank you, uh, thank you, Jade Bryce, especially. You can follow me, adamhunter.com. I will be in Rochester, New York, performing at RIT this Saturday night. Hopefully, you'll come watch. And then next week, I'm in Tennessee. I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And the week after that, I am in Arizona. So, uh, cool. Bye. Bye.